0: You are listening to the Torah Sparks Podcast, the podcast that finds and ignites sparks of spiritual light and meaning in anything and everything, bringing out lessons and values straight from the Holy Torah. I am your host, Ori Straub. Let's jump right in. Looking for a coin? Uh, there's my best uh, Gabbai impression. Y- you ever been in Shul? And the gabbai asks whether it's during a week or Shabbos. It doesn't really matter. But the gabbai says Cohen, Cohen, and the whole shul is silent except for the one guy in the back. His name happens to be I don't know, Mr. Cohen. Okay, and he raises his hand and he says, "Yep, I'm a Cohen." I'm and he starts walking up to the bima. Okay, so now just picture the just picture this, and you probably could because I'm sure you've seen this before, but there's a whole shul. There's 50, 60 people, right? And not one person was a Kohen except for this guy, Mr. Cohen, sitting in the back. And me, as a Yisrael, I, I, I always wondered, like, what is going through this guy, this Cohen's mind? Again, from that walk, it, whether, okay, it's probably a 5, 10 second walk. From that walk from the back of the shul all the way up to the front of the bima as he's about to get his Cohen prestigious allele. What's going through his mind? It's just interesting to me, right? Because like I, he's the only one in the room. He has this certain like level above everybody else. It's very interesting, you know. It's it's kind of funny. You ever hear a yisrael? You know, they're up to shlishi, right? So they give out the coin, they give out the levy, and then they're up to the yisrael. Have you ever been in a shul where there, uh, some person um, in the congregation just yelled out, "Hey, yep, I'm a yisrael. I'm a yisrael. Pick me." I actually thought I, I I tried challenging a friend of mine to do it once. I chickened out. I couldn't bring myself to do it. It just no no no. Yisrael does that right because ev- everyone's a Yisrael. And again, when I say everyone, I'm I'm being dramatic. Most people are Yisraelim, not as quote unquote special or unique or different. Um, you know, you're not that one guy in the back of the room that has a certain um, position of above above everybody else where they can't fill that role. So I, I just I find that whole thing interesting. Um, and we're going to get back to this. But first, I just wanted to welcome you back. Welcome back to Torah Sparks. Thanks again for being here. Uh, I just wanted to let you know there is a new website. It's called com, And on there, you can find these podcasts. You can find the weekly write-up. Uh, but there's another really cool feature, which I'm really excited about, on the website. And it's called Got Sparks. And what it is, it sort of speaks for, for itself. But you know, like the whole Got Milk um, movement, so it has nothing to do with that. But what it is, is a platform for your Sparks to be featured. That's exactly right. All you have to do is go to touristsparks.com website, go to the Got Sparks tab, and submit your video. So going back to this whole Cohen idea, okay? The, again, the Cohen, he's he's on a pedestal of his own. He is, Let's just take it. He's the one guy in the shul. He's the one who gets to walk up to that podium, have that feeling of, "Hey, I'm a little bit different. I'm a little bit unique." But the Israelim, what about us? What about us? Yeah. So again, again, we have to we have to realize that you know hashem set up the system of kohanim Levim, Yisraelim, and this is the best thing it's meant to be that way there's a purpose a tachlis and there's halachos of even if somebody whether someone's a Talmud chacham versus a kohen who should get the aliyah there's something there's there's a real there's a real i shouldn't say a real science behind it but there's a real godliness behind it uh, but but again, I wanted to take this idea of Kohanim Levaim and Israelim, take this idea out of context and really apply it to to another idea, and and that's the following. You see, most I actually did a calculation. Okay, let's do the Jewish calendar year not let's say, the Jewish calendar year is 354 days, okay? So I did a quick calculation of this past year, 2021, 57, 81, and I calculated about 97 of those days were either Shabbos, Rosh Chodesh, Yom Tov, Chul HaMoed, Fast days, etc. Like something, you know, I guess you would call more lofty, more out of the norm, something more unique. You know, for purposes of this Torah podcast, I didn't include days like Juneteenth and uh, you know whatever other days they have—Albert Einstein's Day, and New Year's, and all those other days. But I'm pointing something out over here. If 97—that's almost a hundred days—are I guess you would call in the realm of 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 holiness, okay? What are the other 257 days? What are those—the regular day to day? The regular mundane days. What are those? Are they not holy? Again, the fact that I'm asking you, it's really rhetorical. Of course they are, and there's a very, it's very, very telling the way the Torah in this week's parsha pincha sets it up, and that is in the discussion of the karbonos And the Torah in this week's parsha goes through all of the karbonos from Shabbos to Rosh Chodesh to all of the holidays: Pesach, Shavuos, Sukkot, Rosh Hashanah, etc. It goes through all of the holidays of the year. But, and and again, don't forget Yom Kippur as well. I didn't mention that, right? All of the different karbanos. But you know how the Torah introduces us to the karbanos? It's with the Tamid. It's with the daily, the regular day, the day-to-day tamid, the regular offerings of those, let's quote-unquote call it 257 days of the year. That's how the Torah preempts. That's the prequel. That's the the introduction to karbanos. Is, yeah, you're gonna experience all of the intense, all of the high, all of the amazing, all of the again quote unquote kahanim levim. You're gonna you're gonna experience all of that, but don't forget about the Yisrael, Don't forget about the carbon Don't forget about the day to day. Don't forget about the 257 days of the year. And it's all predicated. It's all based on that. It's one thing to find kedusha, to find holiness in the obvious holy, in the things that are apparent. And and obviously kadosh in a holiday in a yontif in a Shabbos in a Rosh Chodesh it's easy I shouldn't say it's easy because it's hard but it's easier okay because we have something there we have the food the delicious food we have the howl we have the singing we have the dancing we have the the meals etc we have the camaraderie of of being I think I just made up a word camaraderie I just added ada ada add but it's okay you'll forgive me I hope um, or we'll add it to Miriam Webster's dictionary because why not but right w- uh, so it's one thing to connect to Hashem on those days, but what about what about on the mundane? What about during the week? What about during the regular? That's where carbon Tamid, and it's very very interesting. It's about a about a dozen times the Torah says mulvad olas Tamid. Besides for the olas Tamid, again when it's talking about the actual carbonos for the yamim tovim for the holidays. It says, by the way, this carbon, this special carbon, this unique carbon of this holiday, that's all milvad besides. It's in addition to the regular mundane. It all goes back. It all goes back to the to the tamid, to the uh, to the to the mundane, to the regular. We have to be able to find Hashem there and to uplift the mundane. I want to tell you something amazing that I heard from one of my rabbin in yeshiva, Rabbi Yochanan Rudensky. We were up north on a trip um, in yeshiva, and he said the following from the the, the, the Mishnah in Perkiyavos, which says not to stop learning um, in, when you see a plowed field. Okay, don't stop learning and say, wow, look at that plowed field. Rabbi Rudensky was mediac, and he said, it's interesting, you know, the the Mishnah doesn't say, don't stop learning and say, oh, wow, look at that amazing sunset, look at that amazing tree, look at that amazing Amazon forest, look at... It talks about a plowed field. Now, let me tell you something about a plowed field. A plowed field is something man-made. It's something that man did. And Rabbi Rudensky points from here that in what man does, in the mundane, in the regular, in the seemingly day-to-day, again, I'm adding this part, but in even the man-made things of life, in the mundane, in the 257 days of the year, in the Yisrael days of the year, you can find Kedusha there. You can find beauty there. It's Yaffe. It's beautiful. The Mishnah in Pirkei... Not in Pirkei... There is a Mishnah in Pirkei Avos. In fact, it's entirely composed of Pirkei Avos. But that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about there's a Mishnah in Misachas Brachos 35a. And I always wanted to say 35a as opposed to just saying... Um, Lamed It just sounds really cool to say A and B in terms of the dafim. So in the the Mishnah in in Parak Shishi in Kitsad Mevarchim of tractate Brachos, lamed hei, a okay that's a new one lamed hey a hey. you saw what I did there I'm I'm adding the I'm, I'm infusing the kedusha and the mundane the the thirty five lamed hey and the a from the uh, from the alphabet okay I'm gonna stop fine so the mishnah says keitzad al haperos how do you make a bracha on fruit and you'd say well use your mouth right so that's not what it means it means what is the bracha how do we say what is the bracha we recite on fruit al haperos ailon on fruits of the tree who omer you say bore prihaets okay we know that you say bore prihaets Chutz except min hayayan except for wine shal hayayin, we know wine gets its own separate unique bracha and that's a borei pri The Mishnah goes further. V'al are it's fruit of the ground another way of saying vegetables. Who oh Mary? What do you say? The bracha you recite on vegetables is borei pri Says the Mishnah chutz except min hapas except for bread this is unbelievable. Rashi, okay, the very first Rashi on the page, he says, you know, we're talking about wine, we're talking about bread, because of their chashivos, their prominence, their importance, their specialness, kavulo these, meaning wine and uh, bread, they get their own unique bracha. Now, take a step back. If you think about it, unlike every other fruit, and unlike every other vegetable or water, which are the direct production of, of Hashem, you could call it, quote-unquote, kulol Hashem, right? An apple is Hashem's production. Uh, a vegetable, a potato is Hashem's production. What's unique about wine and bread? Man. They're, so to speak, man-made. They're man-made with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, right? Wine, is was grapes, and then it was beaten down, fermented, etc. Now you have wine. That was a man process. That was a human process, so to speak, a mundane process that turns something into a hush of status. And take bread, for example. We know there's like 10 stages of the production of bread. That's where man comes in. That's a man-made thing. It's a human thing. It's a mundane thing. It's a 257-day thing. It's a carbon tummy thing. It's a Yisrael thing, however you want to tie it, however you want to call it. But these things, specifically, wine and bread, these are chashev, and they get their own bracha. Not the ones that are kulolashem, but the ones that are a mixture of mundane and holiness. Those are the ones that are chashev. It's such a beautiful idea. And Kodesh Baruch is telling us something. He's trying to teach us something. Is that we don't have to wait for the Shabbos, for the Rosh Chodesh, for the Yom Tif. We got to do now, okay? Not one day, you know, one day, um, you know, in the future when it's Shabbos again or when it's Yom Tif again. No, no, no. Today's day one. And today, on a regular Tuesday, on a regular Wednesday, on a hump day, whatever it is, I'm going to find Kedusha. I'm going to find holiness and bring up the world around me, whether it's by saying, Brachos, watch my eyes, being respectful to my parents, talking nicely to my wife, um, not getting angry at my children, whatever whatever the example you want to put in the fill in the blank. But the idea is we can find kedusha in the mundane. It's the carbon tomet. It's the two hundred fifty seven days. It's the yisrael, and and Hakadosh Baruch Hu should give us the the energy and the strength, the conscientiousness and the power to find this find this kedusha. Realize that, like Rashi says, mitoch Realize this is Chashev. and we should live our mundane lives on a holy level. Have a an amazing rest of your week and Mir Shem. We'll see you next week.